Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm uh, Batman. Though I think that's a little wheezy, so maybe I'm like the Alfred version of Batman. Oh, uh, boy. But I'm Tyler, uh, Wrecker of Days, and, and I feel great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> you seriously sound like yeah, garbage. Yeah. Do you feel, I, I feel like it? I feel better than garbage, but I, I do have a tiny bit of drugs in me just yep. to make sure that I'm less coffee and sniffly for uh, for your editing purposes. I got it's your it's your the whininess in your voice. That's the oh, well, that shouldn't be new, should it? <laughs> no, no I know. it's we've just had a cough. The kids didn't go to school this week or half a lot of the week. year They've been off of school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? That's how it goes with the easing COVID restrictions and Omicron. But uh, yeah, no, the kids have been home for a week and a half and my throat's just had enough coughing. So it's just giving up. Man, you guys have just, yeah, it's not, it's not left your home. That's all right. We had a healthy stint in between getting COVID and then getting sick again. So that was a, that was a nice week. We went to the zoo. Yeah. I had my old, my second oldest was home four days this week with a sore throat. Oh, you mean Air Jordan? But we, he he was masked up, and I was like, "Get away! I don't. You can you can play in the playroom, you can watch uh, watch a show or whatever, but don't come anywhere near me. And you carry a Lysol wipe. I swear to God, if I get sick, I don't care about the Omicron COVID stuff. I don't want to be sick at all. I hate being sick. It just wipes you out. So anyway, uh, episode one hundred twenty-five, Forever Exiled. What? I'm trying not to say anything. I'm kind of curious if it'll show up in the sound, but what's happening at your house? So, um, our perimeter drain work has started. And uh, so we have massive holes, we have excavators all over our yard, mounds of dirt from all the house all over the place. We look like we've just kind of completely demoed the place, but no, the whole perimeter. What are they doing right now? The whole perimeter around my house has been, of course, uh, dug up right to the bottom of the foundation. And because mm-hmm. uh, we need to double check our foundation, make sure it's all sealed. And um, so, you know, they've been jackhammering and using sludge hammers and saws to cut open, to cut open uh, sidewalks or like the concrete we have in the back under the patio or, you know, our little shed things. So. You know, it was funny because it was jackhammering all morning and then they finally finished. I saw them finish their last little stint and I'm like, okay, sweet. It's been quiet. And then as soon as we start the show they're it sounds like they're like weed eating with a Tim, the tool man, Taylor weed eater out there. So we're episode 125 of forever Exile, which is really cool. And yeah, m- maybe, maybe this will be the episode of Tyler just going, uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing, but yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, big shout out to some new patrons this week, Carson and Nick. Thank you both for joining. We had a bunch of resubs as well. Thank you all of our patrons. You guys are super duper for supporting the podcast. If you're curious what Patreon is, it gets you access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast where we just talk more stuff and things. It's true. Completely unscripted. Sometimes our normal show is not scripted per se, but we have notes to remind us about the things we really don't want to forget talking about, but... We never have notes for AD. So if you like the banter that we have here, it's just 10 times more in AD. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for supporting the podcast. And uh, you guys are all super duper. Uh, so how was your week besides what you've told me already? Well, it's nice to, I mean, honestly, it's, this is going to sound all lame, but it's been a pretty emotional week just because it's nice to like, it's just been bad stuff happening since November, like since we flooded. And so having the 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 perimeter drain start is extremely exciting because we're finally in progress to improving the house it's not just constantly getting rid of more stuff and more contents and all that so it's we're in the process of actually improving the house now and it's the most important part once that's done then we can progress with everything else so it's like the beginning of the end now so it's been fantastic, but I mean, it's, I mean, you know what it's like when uh, your kids are sick and home, you, you lack a little bit of progress with things around the house. So, but it's awesome having them around and I, oh man, I had a lot of fun in Path of Exile land this week and Elden Ring came out. Like if there's, if, if you're a normal listener, you know, my two favorite games are Path of Exile and anything Dark Souls. I never played any of the Sony stuff, so no uh, Demon Souls, Demon Souls or Bloodborne, yeah. but um, oh my goodness, Elden Ring, it came out last night for us on the Pacific Coast, like 3 p.m. for you PC snobs, but 9 p.m. for the faithful console folk, and uh, 
there should be a medal for that, an award. And uh, anyway, I just, oh my goodness, Justin, it was so fun. So fun. So it was, it was an awesome week. Cold, sickness, all secondary. But yeah, how about you? Do you have a good week? Yeah, it was good. We almost finished our reno in the bathroom. So that was, <laughs> that's nice to be like almost done. And yeah, my, my super, super busy week is, was completed on Wednesday. So I have, uh, when I, when I woke up on Thursday morning, I use a, an aura ring, it like tracks your sleep and your activity and heart rate and all that kind of stuff. And it gave me a warning. Does Does it send the information to your mystic ball? Yes. And lets me know the future, but it, it let me know in the morning on the Thursday, it was like, um, just, just be careful because your resting heart rate has lowered uh overnight and i it, it, because for like the whole it, it tracks it over time right and it's all for the last two weeks has been very high and it's like yeah it's uh it's lower so i'm I, I feel like i'm getting a little more chill maybe and then i play elden ring and i'm i remember how much i swear and like man i don't play with a controller i'm i, I play pc but for elden ring obviously i'm playing with a controller i i have a i have a reasonable control over my anger but I can totally see how people smash controllers because I sometimes grip that controller like I am trying to strangle it to death. And that game, like oh. Christina, she, she's like, is everything okay in there? Like in, in your office? And I'm like, yes, it's <laughs> fine. That boss is just a dick. <laughs> oh, well, you remember, um, sorry for my squeaks, um, but you remember, what's that show? Honest Trailers? Yeah, I love their stuff. I think, well, I mean, most of them are just hilarious. And their one for Dark Souls is hilarious. It's like, you know, there's a baby crying in the background, but the guy's invaded by someone and there's two huge enemies around. It's like, no, no, daddy's working. <laughs> and, uh, oh, man. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. Anyway, sorry, you keep going. No, keep going. My, my, my week was uh, a lot of work doing stupid renos and then Path of Exile. And then yesterday I did play some Elden Ring because it, it came out and I had, I had pretended like I didn't care about it. I didn't know anything about it. I purposefully didn't read anything. I didn't watch anything. I went into it like literally a hundred percent blind, which I haven't done in a long time. Feels and good. It was fun. It, it was fun, but oh, yeah. good Lord, that game is hard. It's so cool. Like the whole open world concept. It's not, I've played all the dark souls. I played demon souls and they were, I love them, love them, but they had a direction for the most part. It's crazy in Elden Ring when you just walk into this world and it's like, all right, besides that like rough idea of if you would like to progress the story, you know, here's a, here's a, here's a rough pretend yeah. arrow that doesn't actually make sense besides just a general direction. The whole world is open. And I was like, well, where do I go? I want like, where do I, I want a weapon? What, where do I find it? Like, <laughs> I don't know anything. So it's been, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Really good. Looks it, awesome I, too. Oh my goodness. And stablest launch ever outside of multiplayer. Oh yeah. I don't, like I don't their know. multi, their servers were just overwhelmed, but no, like you played and what, what, what did you complain about? What did you notice that was wrong with the game? It, it, it's like it came out in perfect condition. Yeah. Except was, for the well sake for that the servers were overloaded. Was so multiplayer not working? Work. I don't, I didn't play multiplayer. No. So no, I Ian guess you're I probably going to do co-op with your wife or what? Uh, Ian. Oh, <laughs> so no, did we Ian have one Xbox. Then? Yeah, yeah, Ian played. Uh, we were we we're planning on playing together, but then, uh, and Aaron totally would have played as well, but we still, because the basement's gutted, we oh, right. only have the, TV, the one. Yeah. yeah, and the other one's uh, an older series. It's not the Series X, it's the Xbox. One? It's actually an original Xbox one. So I don't know how it would play or if it's designed for it, but mm. uh, it was honestly like the smoothest launch. Like coming from a background where I worked a decade at Electronic Arts, and then... Now, I mean, and this isn't a criticism to the current state of grinding your games, but they used to, right? Remember pre-heist, they had a, a really low bar of expectations set for the quality of their releases, and then it would just be patch after patch after patch, right? So even though that's not the way it is anymore, like this is the smoothest launch GGG has ever had, but with, you know, the way things used to be in my mind, and then my history at Electronic Arts, to have a game released like this... Oh my goodness, especially considering the scope of the game and the intensity of the game. It like you, you think of something like CD Project Red. Well, but that's that's the unacceptable stuff. Like you can't and 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 Bandai's so good, like you can't make a game for that long, hype it up, 
insanely like Elden Ring was and have it have a poor launch. You just can't. It's just, it right. doesn't but companies look companies do. I know they do. I know. Ah, so, Bandai doesn't. I, I mean. No, they're, Bandai they're, doesn't. They're amazing. Yeah, their stuff has been awesome. But yeah, Elden Ring, I didn't do any online stuff. I probably won't unless I find PC players who are doing it too. But I also, I'm not a, one of the thing. one of the problems with an Elden Ring type game, if you're, if I'm playing with you or like you're playing with Ian or whatever, that works fine because it's you're talking to each other. You're like, oh, I want to go check out this area. I want to see this thing over here. Oh, what's that over there? What I have zero interest in is inviting somebody into my game and them just like running, running off. Around. And I'm like, yeah. well, what, where, how, well, how did that die? What, what, what happened there? Like, I didn't see that. I don't have any interest in that. So I've been doing it all solo currently. There's, and we'll, we'll probably, after dark today, it'll probably just all be about Elden Ring, but to bring it back to PoE, I was actually thinking a lot about PoE with this setup because they have a lot more tutorial sections within Elden Ring that they didn't have in the Dark Souls yep. area. A I little agree. bit more guidance, but it still has that very good luck you're on your own feel to it. I still felt like I had a lot of questions. I still felt completely lost or overwhelmed, yep. which was nice. Like that's the experience I buy the game for. But at the same time, there were so few drops and mm. I liked that. My starting class made sense. And I yeah. started thinking about, like, you know, not necessarily hard mode per se, but what the results of hard mode for grinding gear games will do to Path of Exile if they have that same type of preference. You don't need an onslaught of items. You just need something that's good that drops, and maybe it suits your character, maybe it doesn't. Obviously, this game doesn't have mods like GGG does, but I liked the lack of items that were available. And I liked how crystal clear they were. There wasn't, you know, how some of those, those maps um, in Diablo or in Path of Exile where there's just a thousand chests. And right. if you open them all, three things would show up. Mm -hmm. In this game, I think I found two chests. That yeah, I've it. only found a few And so I far. chose the class with the highest item discovery. I chose the bandit. It has like 14 arcane. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's not a lot, but, you know, for a start. So I, I was thinking a lot about how the state of Path of Exile, which I'm in love with but just the changes that they've mentioned in the past. And as I'm playing through a different, completely different style game, but similar, a lot of people would like both games. You know what I mean? They, they hit the same kind of point in terms of theory crafting and item discovery and destroying things. And uh, so it was pretty neat to see the contrast with them, but how much I enjoyed both. But I was picturing GGG and Path of Exile with, you know, the lesser items. But, you know, when we would discover something. There was the auto-updating directory as you discovered it. And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> this is yeah. nice. I really hope it's added to PoE 2. I mean, PoE 1 would be nice too, but... One of, I mean, let's, yeah, let's talk about more Elden Ring stuff in After Dark, but one thing I do like is the ability to... I don't know what the button is called on the Xbox controller, but you can hit the... the it, it gives you the option to then move the cursor or the thing over each stat and get the actual detailed information yes. for every stat. I that's I love that. Perfect. They yeah, had that in Dark they, Souls too, but I like I, yeah. I just I, Dark Souls as well. But anyway, we'll talk more about that stuff in uh, totally in uh, After Dark. All right, so let's jump into this week in Poe. Are we are we already right into that? Yeah, we are. We we are. And hey, look at that. Hey, uh, uh, one of my favorite games of all time came out, and we're talking Poe 15, 12 minutes in, something like that. That's it's pretty superstars. It's pretty mostly because your voice is annoying and I really want to move on. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll we'll fly through this. Sorry, people. So I, I like the patch. Did you see any of the patches that came out? Yeah, I saw the Console. Hot, like the um, it was a lot of hot fixes. It, it was, yeah, there was uh, two two hot fixes, I think it was. Um, console got the 17.1 plus a hot fix, so it's just a little behind, but it was an awesome update. Well, my favorite thing that was added this week was that Kirit can now offer. offer shaper and elder influenced maps it's funny i when i read that use because you posted it uh i thought i was like well that's weird i thought they were always there but i realized that i actually didn't start really focusing on my curic stuff until this week like mm. I, it was only this week that i actually started going like okay i need to get some of these stupid unique maps and then all of a sudden i was getting conqueror ones and other stuff so yeah that's yeah. awesome. And uh, there was a, a post a while back, but I haven't double checked to see if it was already included or not. So hopefully it's included, but if not, they're still working on it. But Shaper and Elder Maps will work with your Atlas tree now. Apparently it was a thing when it was launched that your Atlas tree didn't impact those. Maybe I misread it, Here's but that the was weird a tweet thing. that I saw. The Curic stuff though, so I did a bunch of Curic uh, maps. Yeah. And 
what I found odd, and I'm, someone can correct me because, uh, but I, I I noticed it a number of times. There Don't were people. Certain, Justin hates Justin hates getting corrected. Don't correct there, him. There were certain parts of my Atlas tree, my Atlas passive tree, specifically around boss, the boss drops, like that, you know, the stuff at the top and the things that the Elder Slayer stuff, things that the boss could drop that wouldn't normally was dropping in the Kyrick versions, but yet none of the other Atlas passives were that, that I could tell were having an effect. It was so weird because we talked about this before. Kyrick's missions didn't seem to take on the Atlas, Atlas passive, passive that you did, right. but yet some of the boss stuff was actually happening. I, I, it was very weird to me. I was trying to figure out like, how did they pick and choose what part of my Atlas passive is going to count on this map? But anyway, yeah, lots of hot fixes. It's good. Yeah, and it was good. Yeah, it was, it was nice. The game just keeps getting better. And again, as we stated before, one of our favorite, if not the our most favorite launch and smoothest that I've been a part of for a awesome. long time with this game. So yeah, nothing but kudos one of my there. favorite. And I love the lore stuff. They posted, a, you know, a lore story, you know, the background of how that came to be. And I love that stuff because that's how I catch up in the game. I've tried getting into the lore in the game and it's no offense to the people that make the lore, but just how it comes across in the game. I, even with effort, I found that I'm just like, nope, skip, 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 skip. And I just want to get going and killing. And so I love these posts because when I'm having a time where I like, you know, 10 minutes where I'd like to map, but now mapping is more than 10 minutes a map for me type of thing. Compliment, because I freaking love the tree, Atlas tree, but I like getting the lore stories. So it's a good read. I like it. I love the stuff where they're like, well, because in one of the things they talk about how in Pinnacle Boss Battles now, the Maven has um, a, a new tier of dialogue, which I do appreciate. But you know, one of the things that I thought was that I find at least a little bit difficult with the dialogue side of things is I'm trying not to die. And there's a billion things happening. So I'm not always hearing the dialogue, but then it's in green text that doesn't last for very long. And I know we, uh, we okay, so here's, Here's my, just my two cents there's, and there's two parts to this two cents. One, I so love centerpiece when Shaper used to pause the fight at the beginning of the fight and would say something. Cause I had nothing Sexy. else to worry about. Here's Shaper, eh, whatever. I don't know if it even had anything to do with lore. I just loved it. Or the other thing was what we talked about, like, give me some sort of cutscene or something at the beginning to tell a bit of the story and it doesn't have, and I can click after, you know, to just leave yeah. it or something, but I'm not going to hear and i'm certainly not going to read maven's lines I, this was the first i knew that there was an additional tier of her talking during those fights and i've done all those fights a couple of times i i'm i'm literally trying not to die i go in there focused on don't die, don't die, don't die. <laughs> oh i love that side <laughs> so, reference that's so good that, that's my focus i don't know what that green text is that's on the screen yeah. and i certainly barely hear what she's saying over the you know skeleton mages going bananas yeah so and even it, if you hit, remember to hit chat after and read it and I, I don't mind that but as soon as you exit the game it's gone and it would be cool to have one of those an, another one of those database things where as you encounter the NPCs, yeah, like you have a book history or of yeah. Now, with some of the NPCs, you can go back and hear the important stuff, right? Like the if ones you go back in town or your hideout, yep. right? They have their dialogue options, but that's not all of them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I yeah, it'd be cool to be more knowledgeable of the lore. I just don't well, have the patience for. They like for their it. lore. They love but it. You know what I mean? Like they like it. So I just think maybe put it more in my face. I would, I would be over the moon to see some sort of cutscene versus this one single cutscene we have in uh, <laughs> I love that there is a cutscene and that's what it is. It's six seconds. Uh who's this gem seller in Act Three in the library? What's his name again? Siosa. Siosa. Yeah, thank you. Um nope, gone. It's gone. Why would I bring up Siosa with lore? Oh right, because apparently the reason you have to bring your stash to him is lore wise, he's not trustworthy. I think I remember them like people were really annoyed when he was introduced to the game and they asked about it. And I, I seem to and I could be wrong. But I seem to remember the reply was, he's not trustworthy. He doesn't have access to your stash. Totally and cool. But then make everything a scroll to of wisdom. change it ever since. Make it a scroll of wisdom then. Yeah, you're kidding, right? <laughs> well, I've, and I'm embarrassed to say it took me uh, 20,000 years to just remember to do this. But anytime I go visit Siosa, I just take a full stack of transmutes, alterations, chance orbs, and, yep. and then I'm good. I'm but, the same, but it always happens 
after I've already been to him because then I have to go back. Yes, and I realize, yes, that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. So yeah. Anyway, good lore read. That was that was nice. And then they came out with uh, some new another MGX set, which is nice, the harmonious one. And I think the it looks tiger? pretty cool. Oh my yes, the tiger. I am a tiger freak. I love tigers. My favorite animal. I don't know why. I just like them. And oh my goodness, the tiger. I just looks love awesome. It. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So the rest I, was fine. It looked all right, but the the tiger was. Yep. Very nice. Yeah. Even <laughs> if they make them look sci-fi, I like the real animals. I do. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like it, it's like, a real because a tiger is real, but obviously yeah. a tiger doesn't glow. Right. I have yeah, the harbinger tiger. It's mm-hmm. blue and on fire, but right. I like it. A little more uh, realistic. A little more realistic. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I actually would would have 100% purchased the ducks, but I can't fathom that price. I'm not going to spend that. There's three ducks. There's a pack of three. And oh. I think it was $875,000 Canadian. So I got to wait till it's on sale. <laughs> it deposes that number for a minute. Okay, I'm actually going to interrupt you because there's something that's not on here that I do want to talk about because, and we'll get it. It's part of this week in PoE. So last week, Tyler and I recorded on a day early, which we don't often do. We recorded on Thursday. And it just so happened that half an hour after we record, GGG announced there were two big things that came out literally that same day. Uh, the new patch came out, which we had talked about being excited about, and it was great. The, the new patch they had, I think it was point one, was that patch? I think so, yeah. Came, it literally came out right after we recorded. But the other thing was the new Battle Pass system that they had come out with, right. which I messaged right. Tyler and I was like, man, seriously, like an hour after we record, they come out with the first thing they've, they've never done this before, and they come out with something brand new. It's probably a good thing. We've had a week to kind of... Uh, I, I I like it. I think the idea of the battle pass is such a cool idea. In this particular instance, I probably won't get it, but only because it's targeting uniques that they're rare for me to have. I've had a headhunter like maybe three times because I, I, I focus on playing league. There's no guarantee I'm going to play a build around a specific unique every single league. So it it probably isn't the direction I go. And I don't have that whole fear of FOMO, that fear of missing out. I don't care if I don't, if I don't get that fear of missing out. That's what yeah, FOMO that's means? That's what FOMO stands for. Yeah. I mean, knew uh, that. I knew that. And I have, I had, I was thinking about it today because I was like, oh, I want to bring it up again. And I'm, I'm quite happy that I've had a week to kind of not really actually think about it until today again. But the fear of missing out argument is silly because it's grinding your games. Everything is that they're every single supporter pack they come out with is the same idea if you don't buy it those things don't come back they don't release them later into the the pool of things you can buy and that's part of the allure of of if you want to pick them up or not that's that's i think that that's completely normal and i'm fine with that being in this battle pass system i also i mentioned in discord i have done uh mystery boxes before and i don't like them I find them annoying, but I would never say that I think GG shouldn't do them because they're a company that's supposed to make a game and make money. That's their job. If you make money, keep doing it. This one, I, I knew right up. I knew what I was going to be paying for. I knew what I would be getting. It was not super difficult to unlock, especially in this league, this Atlas. If you had put this in a previous Atlas version and been like, yeah, get a full Atlas unlock, I'd be like, no, that's not yeah. going to happen. I'm not going to have the time for that. This Atlas is amazing for that. I did hear some complaints that it was too expensive and I, that absolutely made me laugh my ass off. And I was like, uh, like, have you seen the $260 hoodie that they sell and the $145 t-shirt? Like it, you're supporting the company. It's not, there's nothing besides a, a Weta pet that is cheap in the game. And that's fine. You just, if you don't like it, you don't buy it. I don't. <laughs> That's the, one, that's the one thing I struggled with last week was like, uh, don't pay for it if you don't like it. And don't be mad. You can't be mad at grinding your games for it because first off, the idea behind it to me is really cool. I love the idea of something that's specific to the league. We talked about in the past them having something that unlocks with the guild as you play through and you're kind of working your way up towards something. Granted, this is a paid thing, but it's kind of fun. It's, it's not just, hey, pay the money and you get this item. It's, hey, pay the money and play the game. And by playing the game and doing these things, you unlock them. But there was no surprise. You knew right off the bat, if I do these things, I will get these rewards. That seems fair. 
Yeah, I it, was like it. Glis- it was very crystal clear and it's league specific, so it doesn't carry over. You can buy it in standard as well, from what I read, but it's still the battle pass. Is that what they call it? Or no, they battle said pass, it's, yeah. they're battle calling pass. it their version of a battle pass. Oh, is it? Okay. It's a battle pass, yeah. Uh, it, it'll expire no matter which league you're in at the end of this league, so it won't right. carry over, but it was all very crystal clear. And I think anything they come up with to do that stuff, there's going to be people that like it. There's going to be people that don't. But I think it's an amazing idea to have MTX that you can unlock, but that interact with more of the game. Like it was interacting with the, with the, was it the character passive tree? Oh yeah. The, like the, the, the eye watcher. The how great is eye. that? Like we were Very talking fun. about that a while ago, about different MTX for different things. And I wish I could make that. I mean, that's amazing. Now here's the thing. I think it's, I have no problem with the idea at all. I'm never going to buy it. To me, that's a total waste of money. But that's me. There's hundreds of thousands of people that play this game over the three-month period. Okay, some are going to like it, some aren't going to, but there is uh, the If choice. it wasn't unique-based, though, right? Like, let's say they have another one that's skill-based or that's something Ooh. else. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, all I'm saying is this isn't, like, set in stone that they're going to say, well, it's a unique one that comes out every time. This is just a unique one. Very chase item unique ones for the most part that have a new cool mtx and they looked awesome like the the consecrated ground for the bottled faith looked so cool i there was talk i know it was in our discord there were there were talk in the in in the community about it being some sort of pay to win no no like first off unless it floats above my head i i'm still not going to see it at once everything starts happening on the screen it all disappears. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's don't nothing die, there. Don't die, don't die, don't die. Yeah, and I also don't, I'm not, I, I mean, I guess probably people would argue a little bit, but I'm not sure that I agree that because I can see something that that's pay to win. Like, you know, the idea, I, the shield looks so cool. And I was like, well, that'd be actually kind of really fun to see when I block. That doesn't change anything. I don't become a better player because I know that I just block. Right. You're not you're not actually hitting a block button. And so it's helping your reaction right. time. It's right. It's yeah. just cool to see. So I, I like the idea of it. I thought it was such a fun thing. I think well, I guess maybe one of the struggles of having a such a successful league launch is people are like, well, shit. What <laughs> what do we bitch about? <laughs> and so they were just waiting for something because maybe I was really confused as to. I've never understood that though. If you don't want something, don't buy it. And I certainly think you should never, ever, ever, ever support GGG just to support GGG. You should want what you're paying for. Don't just give money away, but give money away because you want something out of that or you, you're you getting something out of that that you actually want. So I I liked it. I thought it was really cool. I was really excited yeah. to see it. I thought it looked fun in game. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's as pay to win as everything else they sell. So it's either you always think this game's pay to win based on the type of microtransaction you get, or you agree with the fact that the MTX is though they might have pros and cons to them in gameplay, it's not pay to win. Like it's There's still one hundred percent MTX. It doesn't give you the uniques. It doesn't like it's it's fine. Yep. And one thing that a community member brought up is: Does this battle pass? Do you think that it's fair that? this battle pass is now going to basically increase the price of all those uniques in the marketplace. And because, you know, people are going to want it, right? They spent real money to see how these MTX works on these very specific items. And to me, that's, to me, that's irrelevant. That's like when GGG fixes or changes a unique item, the price skyrockets on like, you know what I mean? Or like I saw a post where there was the Ziz effect for Zizarin. He's doing a new build. And so people are, then there was this graph of like the cost the of this one specific sure. unique. And then all of a sudden, boo, goes as high as the CN Tower. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm never going to buy it. But to me, it wasn't really a point of discussion. The only reason I think you and I are even talking about it is because there were community members that really didn't like it and were quite vocal about it, which well, I have no problem with. Have, have whatever opinion you want. I, I think it's a fine and maybe they are right. Maybe the price does go up, but that still doesn't, that doesn't make anything pay to win. It's certainly not some long-term effect that's going to have like some lasting effect on the economy. I don't, I don't really know, but in the end, I thought I liked it. I thought it was a really fun idea and I hope they continue it. Yeah. I'm glad they so. didn't get rid of it. Like when there was, and I don't know if there's the same quantity of backlash, but remember when they came out with that MTX recycler that they got that rid was of within awful. three... Sure, but I yeah. heard some people saying this is as bad as no. I, I. Well, that, their really, opinion, their opinion. 
And I have no idea what the feedback was that the company got overall, like what their overall assessment was from the community. But I'm glad they didn't get rid of it just because there was a ton of negative stuff. I feel like it spiked up for a day or two and then and then disappeared. Like I said, you have such a great league launch that people are sitting back going like, damn it, I need something to be upset about. This was a a bit of a target because really this league has been it's really hard to find much to complain about in this current league. Yeah. So and anyway. And there was some fun community stuff that happened this week too. Um, concept art, which I love, right? For the Annihilator, that's the one at the pink portal. Pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, I think they're two away from the last one, right? I think they've. I think this is the third one they've released now. Something like Something that. Like they've that. been doing like each them. of them, which is awesome. It's always amazing to me, whether you're like looking at movies or shows or even like YouTube videos, when you have a company that gets together, the amount of effort that goes into the pre-production like how many of those drawings are there that didn't make the cut based on other ideas that they had? And how much time does that take, the thought, before you even put pen to paper? Because, you know, they're coloring in pen. And you know that I'm very artsy because I just called it coloring. But <laughs> yeah, they took their crayons. But uh, yeah, anyway, I, I really enjoy it. The boss kill events are done, so they handed out their rewards and listed the winners. Cool. What's this one here? Oh, the community showcase, right? Sweet art. People that are way better than us in artsy-fartsy stuff, so we secretly hate them, but we tell them to, oh my goodness, that's amazing. But we tell them that they're amazing anyway, even though we hate everyone that's better than us at anything. Yeah, yeah the art stuff is stuff. bananas. Yeah, so it is. good. But we had a pretty special week in the POE community this week, which was really nice. There was a, a, a post about uh, all the recent, GGG said something along the lines of, there's been a lot of discussion uh, regarding the new launch and everything that's going in. So if you have some downtime and need a little bit of extra POE time in your life, check out these podcasts. And so it was listed in, in chronological order for February, all the podcast episodes that have come out. So there was Bay Class and what else are the other ones? I, my apologies for Faded forgetting Faded Connection, them all. Blast Faded Connection, yeah. And St- the Stalin And podcast. Stalin. But we were included in that, which I thought was really, really nice. Yeah, three times. Yeah, which so, was I mean, really, really cool. we had three already in February. And so we had a back and forth with the company just to give them a big thanks for including us. And we wanted to especially thank them for keeping us audio only, which is our preference. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was really sweet of them. That was very kind. So GGG, if you're listening to this, thank you very much for, uh, for including us. It was cool to see us on there. It also was hilarious because our analytics that I, I love numbers, I'm big into analytics. They are effed. For a while, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we have we're very fortunate for 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 having you know a a path of exile based podcast that has the numbers that we have is very good and it puts us in a very top percentage of podcasts, which is amazing. But good lord, in two days we saw four times the the downloads that we see in a month in two days. It was insane. So yeah, yeah, it was cool that they put us on there. Yeah, it was very cool. Thanks a lot, GGG. Appreciate it. What do we got? POE week? What's going on with your build, your stuff? You My restarted. Stuff. My build failed. But <laughs> it was a good league to do it, right? Like if it, So here, I, so I started my bone zombie guide. But that just means I, my normal guide is a zombie is the primary minion. Not one zombie, all of them, all 10. And um, hang on, my cat's just going to attack the other cat. And it's going to get really loud right when I'm going to say something important. Who won? Draw. So I have my necromancer guide. It's zombies. And I could just call it bone zombies because I use bone armor and bone offering. But bones also gives like a physical feel, you know, to the name. And it's a pure physical damage build. So, you know, bone zombies. It's a, it's a nice one. I wanted to see. The Guardian's always been more exciting to me. To me, the necromancer doesn't have... The stuff that it does doesn't turn me on per se it's not exciting but it's of course extremely powerful it's just to me and maybe it's just the because i've played it for so long but it's not attractive anymore i just know it's really good and efficient the guardian on the other hand like i'm a co-op fan i like being able to play a build by myself but if people come into play with me i'm giving them huge buffs i just love that stuff guardian and champion to me are just fantastic and some of the ascendant too so i want to try my bone zombie guide but as the guardian and see what survivability was like because there's that 20 percent more maximum life for the necromancer and the natural plus two to all your minion gems on there as well lots of survivability there so i went through and i was actually having a really good time but uh my zombies just can't survive harsh content in late end game now 
and harsh content. I'm glad I tried it this league instead of last league because harsh content is now something you have to deal with all the time because of how the Atlas works. So it's so the good news for me is that even though my guardian failed with the zombies, it wasn't just league content. It wasn't just a crazy juiced metamorph slash arch nemesis. It's the league content coupled with the crazy mechanics that my Atlas passive tree does. Like they're just getting annihilated. So before I started to re-roll, I'm now re-leveling a necromancer. I went on console, updated my zombie witch, my zombie necromancer, and I have the exact same Atlas passive tree more on it and zombies have no problem surviving. So that was encouraging. It was a good test to do. I was disappointed because the Guardian is exciting for me. I love the extra movement speed. I love seeing all those extra buffs for my allies up there. But yeah, so I'm re-leveling as a Necro, but because uh, my wife my wife had some good Sims time this week, so I'm still in campaign. I only had a couple sessions there and uh, all, but it was awesome just because my wife went on a Sims craze this past week. I got to clean up some stuff on console as well. So I went through all of my influenced items that I've been saving and I was extremely strict with them and I just got rid of a whole bunch. I got a whole bunch of exalted shards from the recipe there and it was so awesome to just finally clear that out. And I know they're going to be harder to come by now because that's not what I'm specking into in the Atlas tree, but it was so nice. And one of the things that kind of relieved that pain was of, uh, you know, like that what if pain, what if I'm going to use need this influence for a different character that's always interested me. The Harbinger mechanic on the Atlas tree gives you so many, compared to normal drops, so many chaos and exalt shards that, I mean, you can go through a ton of stash and inventory effort just to get one exalted shard, right? Because it's a whole set oh, that's of what you're one keeping influence. It for, that's right. right. Yeah, so right. I'm getting the exalt shards because it would add up. But now sure. I do one Harbinger and I'm getting an exalt shard per map. So now I can just basically forget both of those recipes, which eats up a lot of time when you're going in between maps and this and that. Do I have that? Wait, did I need the hunter gloves for this build or that build? Okay, shoot, I got to check my paper. No, okay, I didn't need that item level for this. So Okay, now it's going into my exalted shard tab. So it's nice. Now if I decide to spec into Harbinger, I know that I can make up for that. So it was, it was a really cool week in terms of like figuring all that out, the new core way I want to play and reorganize my stashes. So it was neat. But it, total nerding out here. I converted my maps from the previous league to the new league. I love their new setup, Justin. I love numbers. I love like loading bars. I think they're fun. You can now see visually map conversion. Before Didn't you would you click. Tell us this? I hope not. I think I just oh. posted it in our in our group but okay i thought you i thought you mentioned something about that but yeah you can see it now right you can but there's like a loading bar so it's not just the screen doing nothing and you think the button didn't work oh is that what you see it working in the background yeah and Uh, you you wouldn't know and you were scared to like tab out or do something else because you didn't know if it would still work in the background and you know so it was nice that not only is there a progress bar up there but when you stay on the tab of the maps that you're converting you see the maps getting taken out so you can see you know your tier ones go from 197 188 and all this and it's bouncing does around. it tell you a total number because that'd be cool to see like actually it doesn't how tell many you how many at the end no uh, but you do see the numbers from your tab like which tier it's in dissipating sure. you could go into it and see which maps are disappearing but then it's also moving it over to a new stash tab right because that old one's remove only so right. I, and I was able to tab into the new map stash tab and see them and see them get added up. and added. Oh, no, that's cool. Well, yeah, I mean, who cares? But that's an awesome feature. That to me is a massive quality of life thing. I know the game's not screwing around. I know it's just thinking. I thought that was a really cool touch. So I'm whoever's hmm. idea that was. And then whoever said yes to that cool idea. I don't know. It, we're in the Pacific Northwest. So we do coffee all the time. So go get yourself a cup of coffee. I'll buy in 20 years for you. There you go. I'll probably never meet you, but you're welcome. So yeah, no, I had a great time. It sucked that my experiment didn't work, but I'm so glad that I decided to postpone the experiment for this Till league. this league. For great league trying to do the it. Guardian. By total chance. Not like I knew this league was going to be buffed this way. So uh, you could was, tell. <laughs> that's you right. Yeah, you just had a funny feeling. That's a special feeling, Lloyd. Um, oh, so long time ago. Remember when I was talking about like having more rules within their drops, um, with mods, things like that, with enemies. One of the things that I brought up, maybe this was a year ago now, but 
I, I never wanted to risk doing the Dweller of the Deep in Act 1 without a portal scroll. I always had one. And so I always thought, okay, that would be a great place to guarantee that a portal scroll is going to drop from this boss. And maybe the only reason one didn't have, I wasn't getting portal scrolls dropping from that boss was because I already had one in my inventory. Maybe the system was that smart. So unfortunately, it's not. This time, first time ever, I defeated the Dweller of the Deep and a portal scroll didn't drop. And I had no portal scrolls. So but we now, have had this kind of conversation before because I remember joking saying you could just log out and log back in and you're fine. I think that's in, what I did. Yeah. What I would rather see them do instead of a portal scroll drop because they don't do that at any other boss, but make it so that where the arena is that you fight the Dweller of the Deep, there's a door to leave similar to like when you go oh, yeah. to get the black flame or the all flame you you leave and it takes you right back out i would An rather see portal. something like that where it, that's the that's yeah. the exit back to the beginning or something that'd be cool kind of like in an mmo when you clear a dungeon and they just put that thing one go back to the entrance yeah and we've talked about the fact that you could just log out and go back and i and i've said that to you but even i as someone who knows that i can do that and it's a lot faster i hate that as a concept in a game i don't like the idea that that's the yeah. fastest way to get back yep. to it keep me in your game yep uh my last thing for my week is I love my Atlas passive tree. I decided to go fun per hour, 16 billion right. fun per hour. If I was Ooh, writing this high. as a guy, yeah, yeah. 16 yeah. billion million shaper DPS uh, naked. Uh, no, I got like at least 16 billion fun per hour with this. Uh, let's see if I can remember. Rogue exiles to me are just so, so, so fun. I love them. Uh, I have Torment, I have Abyss. Oh my goodness, I love Abyss. Sometimes it can put you in some pretty tricky spots. Like I was complaining, that's why I didn't go with Ritual because I didn't like a lot of locations that spawned in some of the maps. Especially and what's currently... And yet you're fine to follow a freaking Abyss all the way back to the beginning of I don't of know map. what... It, well, Abyss just excites me. I just love <laughs> Abyss and you can ignore it. Like if you really don't want it to go because I've been, you know, if it's going that backwards so far. That would kill me so to far, walk away or, from an abyss. Sure, to like sure. head in the opposite direction. But I've done it a few times when it's going an absurd direction for so long in the opposite direction. I've yeah, like, but at what yeah. point do you decide like, all right, I've had enough? Because once you've already started following, it's like, damn it, I've committed. It's the same thing. Well, for me, it's the same thing with Blight. When I click on Blight and right off the bat, it separates into four directions. I'm just like, okay, bye. And I just walk away and I keep going. Like, give me a choke point and then give me as much crap as you can. Maybe I'll win, maybe yep. I won't. But Torment Justin was the one that I was on the fence about. There's, there's one other thing. I think I have like some map bosses or Atlas drops, like the generic ones. I don't care about the uniques, but I have some of that too. And anyway, Torment is terrifying. Like, I like it when one enemy is there, but when you have your rogue exiles completely beefed up and then they get a Torment on them, Oh my goodness, because the torment, it, it guarantees that stuff. So you get extra spirits per map. It's not a chance to. There is a chance that you, the boss will be surrounded by tormented spirits. Mm -hmm. I have yet to beat any of those bosses. <laughs> I am <laughs> you getting, still keep it. I love it. I'm getting nastily spanked over and over and over, but I... I am loving it. To me, that's, I'm like Dark Soulsing it and I'm going to keep pushing until I get one. But oh my, I can't, like I'm barely doing any damage. I can't even see what's happening. They're like, they're, they always get the movement speed one. They're always crazy fast. And oh my, but it is so fun. It is so fun. I'm, I love the impossibility of some of that stuff. So uh, yeah, Torment, uh, Rogue Exiles, sweet combo. Hmm. It's about the fun per hour, just fun per hour. It's all that matters. Now, we were talking lots about Elden Ring, of course, but that only came out last night. We're recording on Friday. That came out on Elden Ring came out on Thursday. So how about you? You had a POE week from our last early record to then. Yeah, yeah I played Path of Exile quite a bit this week. I am 95, 95, I think 95 or 96 and still playing with Skeleton Mages. It's yeah. I'm trying to think the like the stuff's fun. I did play around with respecting my Atlas tree to play more with the influences, the new influences, which are pretty crazy because you can just get just insane amounts of mobs on your screen and uh, drops. And it's a fun league because I've been able to do literally every single map with scarabs. We did the four-way legion this week so that we could unlock the five map slot. 
device and I trying to think I've I've been trying to do some of the like the more end game stuff because I'm trying to unlock all parts of the atlas like all the favorites and I want to get all the all the the void stones there's I probably won't fight the maven because I just don't find that fun I will probably try and do uber elder but I've been trying to get all the shards because I don't I don't want to just buy them I want to actually try and unlock them but man there's some parts of this game though that just like so the new consecrated ground that can spawn on a map is awful when you're fighting against some of these bosses because i fought hydra with increased health with maven consecrated ground was on the ground i i literally no no it was veritania it was veritania i in between her phases of going up in the air i couldn't get her past a quarter health she would get down to a quarter health and then her her es there was some i can't remember what the modifiers were that i had on this map but i literally couldn't kill her and it was driving me nuts like i i and you can't portal out of that fight you, you can't put you a portal can't? down hmm. no so i had to just escape and load to character screen because i couldn't get out of that i wasn't going to die just for that but uh yeah so I, i've been doing a bunch of the different fights and changed my atlas around to be more around the boss fights and the um the different stuff that you can what's the word i said it earlier the, like searing and the the, two, the the blue the blue and the red options what the influence that you can add to your maps uh, i've been focusing more on those and it's fun the leveling in this league is so much easier it's so much it's weird to do a map and actually see a significant progress in your level even at 95 that's just that's crazy so yeah i'm i think i'm i'm trying to think if i'm I kind of pulled a little bit out of the strong boxes. I'm just trying oh, to strong fill boxes my... have those too. You do that? Yeah, they were great. I really liked them, but I I can't read fast enough for the the stupid things that will kill me. And there's only two, but I I find I'm too focused on that than anything else. But yeah, I've, I I, I found that that's a mechanic that I treat the exact same no matter what. I always click and run, and then I, I come back. And so to me, it doesn't matter what the mods are. Yeah, but like detonate happens fast versus the pulse that happens like a few seconds later. So I don't know. Anyway, it's I, I literally I'm having my favorite league. Literally. Literally. This has been my favorite league in such a long time. It's just so easy to pick it up and play. I haven't really felt like I needed to do much in the sense of trading to try and get better stuff because I haven't felt like I've been hitting much of a brick wall. I did go and do the a bunch of the bosses way easier by myself than I had tried doing some with Josh and you just there's increased health and it's just it takes longer when you're doing it with two people uh they were a lot faster to do solo but yeah I I don't know it's just been fun the build works fine it's really quite mindless the way that I get to play mage skeletons mm -hmm. and you did that yep. before it was cool I don't know what's cool I just, I was talking to somebody, I think when we were talking in Discord, somebody mentioned, asked me if I was going to do the mage version. And I was like, there's a mage version? Right, I'll, check it out. <laughs> I'll check it out. It's, it is fun though. And like, it's, it's, uh, it's strong. I haven't had any big issues. I would really like to get my, you know, like the, the, to actually maximize the Atlas to have to fight Maven really, I don't like that. I'm not a big fan, but it's fine. I don't mind Uber Elder. That to me is a fight that I at least I don't like it, but I know it and I don't find it stupid. It's it's not annoying. It's just not something you like. Yeah, it's just not my my favorite fight. But uh, the, yeah, the the other stuff has been tons of fun. I love the new favored map system. It's so much easier to pick the ones you want. I don't know that it's actually working. I have all of them as dunes for my tier sixteen. It, it's not. It's not, and I even have the thing on the map that, or on the Atlas that says like 25% increased chance to drop your favorite map. Not really seeing that add up unless it's a, I don't know, maybe it's just a really, it's not actually a great calculation because I have like eight of them as dunes and I still have more of all my other, other ones, but. Which one's dune? Is that the one with um, Hillock? Mm -hmm. I just like, cause it's very open, which works really well when I'm adding all the, and you can get relatively easily to Hillock and then clear the rest of the map. Like it's relatively quick to the boss. And then you, I just loop around and come up the middle. It's all, it's one, all emptied. So 
one thing that I really like about that map is there's not a lot of blockables Watches. in the yes. way. Like there's yep. no, you know, no stairs or cliffs or this or that. Like it's, you very rarely get stuck on a part of the environment when you're moving yep. or escaping. And I like that a lot in their maps. I like the really yep. open race course, right? GGG race course is awesome. Can't wait yep. to play that with this new Atlas tree. I think it's been permanently removed. I think I they think said something back. like they threw it in the garbage. Yeah. I yeah. We just map. realized that it was the worst ever. It's gone. Anyway, yeah. it was a good week. I had a lot of fun playing. I did play Elden Ring yesterday. I still will play Elden Ring, but Path of Exile, this league is, it's really nice to be in a league where I'm not three weeks in going like, all right, I had my fun. I'm looking forward to our private league. Like I'm actually still excited to play Path of Exile, which I, I like. That's awesome. Oh, we're coming up to that, eh? We're like a month into this league now. We got to figure out they didn't, our Didn't rivalry. somebody say, uh, do it without the stash again? Was it without it's, the stash? I, I, was it Soja, I think? Soja, well, we I were think playing Elden Ring was talking to us about... Uh, yeah, you got to take that up with everybody in Discord because I don't think that went well. Ah. <laughs> it was fun, though. Oh, yeah, it was totally. Fun. And the, we'll you figure know what? Out. Great league for it with the arch nemesis mechanic dropping all those rares. All that discussion happens in After Dark. Every, every private we'll league get it, gets yeah. determined during a drunken After Dark. That's usually how it works. So <laughs> Soja was saying that it was the Ornstein and Smog boss fight from Dark Souls 1 that made him break his controller and take a month break. It's those games are very good for it because I, the, when my kids are awake, I it's crazy how well you can swear and get angry under your breath. Like, and I, I feel, I'll feel myself just, just absolutely tense up like I'm going to murder somebody. Well, here, so this goes to this is going to come back to PUE again, but in they they added some new mechanics to Elden Ring that weren't in Dark Souls, so some of the buttons have changed. And they did a great job intuitively making it as streamless as possible. I, I get into it. I'm the kind of guy, when I'm racing F1 with our buds, I'm leaning. Remember you used to, when yeah, yeah, you come right over to it. play the 64 mm -hmm. with you on sleepovers? Yeah, don't I'm, sit beside Tyler. Yeah, I, I'm moving my body, guys. I think that's going to help me for some reason. I'm just that kind of gamer. So when I'm playing Elden Ring, I can't not push down on the left analog stick when i'm fighting mm -hmm. and i'm moving and rolling and dodging i that analog stick's getting like shoved right through the bottom of the controller that's how into it i am but that's normal that's how i always play and i'm sure a lot of people play like that so i had to actually move that button the crouch button that's pushing down the left analog stick because i did find it was killing me i would the, the roles were very different in the game when you're crouching as opposed to when you're not and yeah, i totally. that once yep. i got rid of it my response time was a lot higher bringing that back to poe anytime your movement button uh, this is a console specific thing when you push down on your movement button if i'm into it i don't want that to be a negative experience and anytime blight is around pushing down on the left analog stick when you're in the middle of a blight encounter brings up a tower menu oh yeah i remember you telling me that but you can't you can't like the, the, you hit B to get out of it, but that's not something I think of. That's not something like I can't move. I'm thinking the game's done something stupid to me. Like it's frozen me or it's the bear trap or whatever that thing is. Or I don't know, maybe there's some crazy rare mob thing. That's like, I don't know. You're frozen, Once you click but you're not down frozen. on the left thumbstick, how do you pick between the five towers? The left analog stick. Oh, you actually so have to I'm then not move moving. to it? I can't move while that menu's <laughs> up, but the screen's so busy. What do you do once you're on the one you want? Then you hit A. So oh, so a, it's not like it's an automatic, like if I release, no. it just automatically. No, so oh, I Jesus, have to either choose or hit B. But if I don't even know the menu's up, now sure, it, like if I'm paying attention, I can see uh, I'm intentionally bringing it up. But it, it's, yeah. Well, it's POE. You can't mm -hmm. see what's happening. You run for yeah. your life or you kill everything fast. That's how you play. And so I can't see in so many, I can't tell you how many blights that I was doing really well in I failed at because I didn't know I was in the menu and I didn't know I had to hit B. <sighs> so anyway. Do you have to do that when you're upgrading them too? So yes. then you hit down on the left and then you have to hit um, left or right? Only when choices are available. Right, so right, right. if it's then like stage two and three. If two are close to each other, how do you pick which one you're upgrading right or, your, or you're building? Uh, right analog stick. You can flick between inventory or other interactable things. So it's like the auto-targeting on an Elden Ring or Dark mm. Souls, right? You just flick the analog stick to pick up this sapphire ring instead of the stupid stun reduction belt, studded belt. Interesting. What else you got? 
I have a few things, but it'll take us too long. So pick one. No, you pick one. Just not the, not, nobody cares about standard. All right. So that one's gone. <laughs> There's ID drops. There's something that you talked about in After Dark that you wanted to talk about this week. Uh, so we talked about in After Dark, but the thing that I was mentioning was that the new Ember things, I think Gigi missed the mark entirely on making them change the level. We talked about this briefly. We talked about, I think, too, with BK. I, it, to me, it was such a missed opportunity. I think that using embers on an item should not be increasing the required level to use that item. They, uh, they had such a, such a good chance to make leveling an alternate alt character so much more enjoyable. And it's not, the thing is, at this point right now, you have to get to endgame to get them. It's a crafting, a, a crafting regent that is endgame related. They are disposable in the sense that you can't keep reusing them. Once you use them, they're used up. And I, I spam mine until I get something that interests me. So being able to take like a level five item. And again, this is just armor. We're not even talking about weapons or anything. We're talking about helmet, chest, gloves, and boots. And three of those four are probably already taken up by a unique. So you've got gloves for the most part. Being able to add just like flat damage or something onto that, I think that would have been so much fun to make it so that for me, already having gotten to the end game, already having gotten collected stuff, what? You said godding. Godden, I know, godden. Uh, I, I, I want to use that to make my level five gloves just add some flat damage and now I can level much, much quicker. I think the... Uh, the idea of going like, well, that's not really good. We don't want you to be too strong is stupid. Like, piss off. Make me strong so I can get to the end game. That's what I want to do. I want to play the end game. I don't want to level. I've said this a billion times. I know I've said it a billion times, but I don't want to level. And you had this great opportunity to make it so that I still had to level, but I had this power spike that would certainly help me through the first seven to eight acts. I, it would have made a huge difference for me to be able to fly through there and uh, it really bugs me that that's that that's not what they did with it, but it is what it is. But that was just my point: was I wish the embers did not affect the required level on the item. That's all. I remember Jonathan or Chris one time saying that their numbers for retention skyrocket once mapping starts. Of course, it's got to be a great league for them. This league, anything that encourages end game more or gets you to end game faster, yep. is good, especially if. You can come up with a system that doesn't take away from your first playthrough of the league, but yep. it speeds up your repeating playthroughs throughout the And so my campaign. argument was, I can't get it for myself until I've gotten to the end game, played a bit, collected these resources, and gotten lucky with the roll. I can't start the league with them because I don't have any currency to trade with from someone else, right? I can't, I can't go onto the trade site, but how fun would it be to... Chris decides to get Path of Exile on PC and you can throw him a gold rim, a tabula, wanderlust, and hey, here's some gloves with some flat damage that are going to make you feel strong because I want you to actually enjoy the game and get to the part of the game that's fun in the end. That the leveling process, no offense, it's not fun. It's not enjoyable. We just do it to get to the fun part. So I just, it would seem like such a missed opportunity to make me that little bit of a twink item, especially because it wasn't on everything. You couldn't put it on rings. You couldn't put it on weapons. You couldn't put it on offhands. It was very specific to those four pieces of armor. That didn't seem like a bad deal, especially because you can't put them on uniques and it's very unlikely you're going to roll something better than a tabula, a gold rim. Maybe you could over the wanderlust, but even still for a brand new character, those three are kind of staples for leveling. So anyway, that's all. Yeah, I don't disagree. And uh, now, to be clear, we both love the, el the, I think they're called Eldritch Orbs, Horror Orbs, whatever they are. I don't know. Anyway, we, yeah, we love them. I think they're orbs. Really horror. I love those horror, horror orbs. Horror. Horror. <laughs> love the horror orbs. But um, Love horror orbs. <laughs> and, and I think they're really cool. I have yet to find a mod. Now, I'm playing quite casually. You know, we've been sick and I've been going back and forth and restarting. So I don't have a lot of experience with them. I haven't found a mod. Well, actually, that's not true. I found a mod that was perfect for me, but I'm like, oh, that was fast. Okay, let's uh, try a few more, see what else there is. <laughs> and I, I haven't found one since. So, that's and then awesome. I, later on, I go on, you know, Craft of Exile or PUBDB, and I'm like, 
Oh, wow. Oh, there's a, there's a lot of options <laughs> there. there. I really should have yeah. just, you know, stayed at a, stayed at mine. 11. <laughs> and yeah. so, uh, but I do think a couple things that they'll need to do. I don't know if these were oversights or if this was just them wanting to get the game out with good quality. And then these are things that they'll deal with later. But Atlas bases now to me, the ones that are gloves, boots, or helmets, they need to have their implicit mod values revisited because there's very little value to them now. Okay, yeah, that's true. If you're comparing them to the lower tier, right? Like, I'm not going to take my minion helmet and try and get something. I don't don't remember if you can, but I'm not going to try and replace it with minion damage because it's the same thing. But once you get into the higher tier ones, those implicits are just garbage. Like, 15% increased minion damage is great, except there's six tiers of the Eldritch Orbs, and that's comparable to, I think, the first tier. I mean, you look at the spiked gloves, right? The increase in damage that it gives you. Or even the fur fugitive boots, I think they're called, where you get the chaos res. That's awesome. But there's probably something that can help your build out more with those. And so it kind of reduces the reason that, they're, that they exist, in my opinion. Obviously not the rings or the, other, or the belts, but the, the helmets, gloves, and the other one. Uh, it does suck because be if you're using like apothecary gloves and you're getting that increase to damage over time, it kind of sucks at the idea of like, well, do I want to lose that for two other modifiers? Maybe they'll be better, but maybe they, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure what the best option is for that. Yeah, for sure. And then I think the other thing that now this isn't a new issue. It's just been put under the magnifying glass because A, I'm a minion player but B, they introduce this new core content, these new core orbs, is it drives me nuts when you go to a lab and you have persistent minions and you add a lab enchant to your item, it gets rid of your persistent minions. Now, yes, now you have to actually remove, unsocket that item and put it back, and that makes sense, but that wasn't the case before. Before, you used to right-click on the item that the lab would give you and you could apply it directly to an equipped item and it would be like you unequipped and de-equipped it. But now the game's encouraging you to re-roll your implicits on these four items over and over and over and over. And they, they want you to interact with that implicit a lot until you find exactly what you're looking for. Persistent minion players do not want to have to deal with that every stack of five Eldritch Embers they get. I do I've not avoided it want, entirely. Yeah. I do it. I have a pre, I appreciate Art of War mentioning that you can go to town. I didn't even think about going to town to apply some of that stuff to the helmet because then it doesn't you can take the helmet off you can change stuff resocket it and you won't lose that those specters but it is wickedly annoying a specters for me is the worst because i'm very specific of the ones i want if i do anything to that helmet yeah i am like okay have i planned this out do i have them desecrated are they all available right now everything's fine so if i do this I can quickly get it's t- I hate it. It makes me leave my helmet alone, which is not fun. Right. That's exactly the same thing for me. I'd never put specters in my weapon or shield because I and Art of War suggestion is amazing. But to me, that's a workaround. That's not a good design. But at least it's there. That's it's all true. I'm saying. At least but it's something in combat. I'm the kind of player where I like having a staff in one weapon set and then my one ended weapon and shield in the other, depending on what the mods are. So I will switch. Am I like, oh, this is going to be a crazy map. I'm probably going to die and lose all my pores. And then I realize it's not that bad of a combination. I'm switching to my staff. And so then all of a sudden, so I never put my specters in my weapons. I always have them in the helmet just because there's the mods that you can get in helmets for increasing um, minion levels, levels, socketed minion levels. And I too, Mm -hmm. I'm just because it's such an inconvenient thing. And I have mine available in the early acts. I go to act two, act three, and act six to get my specters. They're not fancy. And it's still too annoying. Still too yep. annoying. I'm never going to do my chest where my zombies are because I find it so annoying. I, like maybe if I stored up a hundred Eldritch Embers and then, okay, fine, I'm willing to do it now, see what I get. But I'm not, I, that's not how I play. I like getting, as soon as I get them, I'm like, sweet, let's see what I get. Oh, it's not better. You know? And but, I agree. So anyway, yeah. I, think they missed the mark a little bit on that one but again maybe that's i highly doubt that it was an oversight it's probably just something they're pushing to another day but yep. uh for the sake of quality because again this launch was amazing and these are more nitpicky things things that annoy us but they're definitely nothing that would be a major complaint so overall and i still love the eldritch embers i'm really looking forward to that being really fine-tuned the the deterministic mod value 
based on the type of item that you're using to craft is so, so, so cool. So anyway, the league's, maybe we could bump it up to 32 billion fun per hour. Oh, I don't know if we're there yet. Double 16? I think so. Let's do double 16. Double 16 billion fun per hour. (laughs) How about that? All right. Sounds sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, we're reaching double 16 billion fun per hour. Anyway, we're going to wrap this up. Episode 125, Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags. I'm Alfred. Oh, I have to uh, Tyler Record of Days, in case you didn't uh, know. Uh, we will catch uh, patrons. We'll see you in After Dark. Everybody else will see you in episode 126 next week. If you're looking for more information, you can find it down below. We get a website, foreverxl.com. or on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a Discord, which is the greatest place on Discord. And uh, ways to support the podcast are all down below. Peace. Thanks again, GGG, for the shout out. You're awesome.